0: to Anton Knows, the podcast that talks about a lot of things that I know and a lot of things you should know if you love popular culture. Today we're going to journey to the Planet of the Apes. If you've never seen the original Planet of the Apes with Charlton Heston, I suggest you do. But Planet of the Apes was the first franchise. It was way before Star Wars and it was around the same time as Star Trek. That has a lot of connections, by the way. The Planet of the Apes did a lot of other things besides five really interesting movies and several sequels and several reboots. They also did a television series. Yes, a live action television series starring Roddy McDowell. And after that, or kind of in between that, they did an animated series. Most ape fans who know The Planet of the Apes may know that there was an animated TV series. And I originally, I thought it was done by Filmation. Well, I was wrong. It was done by Deke. Yes, that company that gave us the great Inspector Gadget and the Ghostbusters. Yeah, Deke, and they're still around today, but this was one of their things. Now, Frizz Freely, yes, one of the animators from Warner Brothers fame, worked on this show along with uh, several others. And this was called Return to the Planet of the Apes. Uh, interesting side note, the fellow that played Jim Urko also did the voice of Fred Flintstone at this time because Aunt Fried had passed away by then. So what's this series about? And can they make an animated series about the Planet of the Apes? If you know anything about the history of Planet of the Apes, they, it was written by a novel by Pierre Boulet called Monkey Planet. And in which, in this uh, version of that uh, franchise, the Planet of the Apes is pretty civilized. They have cars, they have trucks, they have airplanes, they have television, just like you and we do. So, as a little boy, way back when, in the 1970s, how I was introduced to this was way many other people were introduced to this. One uh, Thanksgiving morning... Uh, coming down the fa- uh, the Thanksgiving Day Parade was an entire float of characters dressed as the Planet of the Apes characters. And I remember the NBC announcer saying, oh, by the way, there's going to be an animated series that'll be on Saturday morning. So you could tell I was very excited. There was an action figure line for this, but it was only limitedly sold and i think only sold in europe which is very sad i would love to get my hands on that so the return of the planet of the apes starts with a uh, series called flames of doom which is a terrible title but that's what it was i thought it was always called something else in this move in this tv series we get three astronauts and they all survive well sort of in this, They journey to a world where they think it's another planet. And we have Bill, Jeff, and Judy. Bill is the uh, commander, and Jeff is sort of his science guy, kind of his Mr. Spock. He's very handy with tools and so forth. And that leaves Judy, who is their pilot. The ship crashes in the lagoon, and they find a hostile world in the place that the apes call the Forbidden Zone. The Forbidden Zone's below world is ruled by these creatures called the Underdwellers, read by Crador. In their journey to try to find a way out of this Forbidden Zone, Judy disappears into the Forbidden Zone. We catch up with her later. And Bill and Jeff eventually find an ape, Mount Rushmore, and then eventually are captured by one of our central characters, General Urko. Here the apes have cars, trucks, all the things that we have, and they capture all the humanoids. That's what they call them here. We also run into a young uh, another ape's character is very familiar to us, Nova. Nova can speak a little bit, and the other humanoids, as they call them, uh, can speak a little bit of, like, their language. We run into two more ape characters, Dr. Zira and Dr. Cornelius. And at first, when they examine Bill, they think that he's just another humanoid. because. But the only thing that's unusual about him is that he wears different clothes and that he has blue eyes. And then all of a sudden, when they want to uh, examine his brain... He says, no, don't examine my brain. And they're just as surprised as anyone else. Unfortunately, one of General Urko's soldiers hears this too and thinks that, "Uh uh-oh, humans can talk. So he eventually convinces Urko that he's not a savage like the rest of the humanoids that he is. So episode two, Escape from the City of the Apes, that's what they do. They eventually make it to these caves And they know that they've got tons of problems. They're stranded hundreds of years in the future. They have an ape civilization. There's these underdwellers that still have their pilot. They have no idea where she is. The humanoids are in grave danger because the gorillas are bound and determined to wipe them out. Now, what episodes are really good? Well, there are quite a few uh, in episode number three, probably one of my favorites, called "The Lagoon of Power," the uh, one of the gorillas sees the humanoids fly crash in the lagoon, and he's kind of left with a little bit of like uh, he's real upset. He can't handle this psychologically, so Doctor Zayas uh, is forced to have an emergency meeting of the Council of Elders, and they have to find a way. To uh, figure this out now, ape civilization is terrified that humans are civilized, and they have this prediction that they'll wipe them out if if that happens. So General Erko says we're going to go into the forbidden zone, and we're going to find this ship, and then I'll prove to you that humans are like become civilized, and then that'll give me the mandate to destroy them. Dr. Zayas is like, well... So they all go to the... And they, even the press goes with them. And he said, won't that be dangerous? I'll all be protected by my army. Now, Jim Oracle's pretty ruthless in this. There's one poor ape who's driving the car. He's like, oh, I'm afraid. And Jim Oracle's like, drive on or we'll leave you behind. I mean, that, that's pretty ruthless. So, But Dr. Zayas isn't afraid. He... Uh, uh, they camp in the desert. All kinds of crazy stuff happens to them, the illusions of the forbidden zone. Bill and Jeff decide they got to go to this lagoon, destroy the ship before it's done. Uh, Zero and Cornelius tell them, yes, okay, you can go, but what about your equipment? Is it where we're going? We'll salvage what we can. Now, what's great about science fiction and what's great about forbidden territories, even on the planet of the apes, what else? Monsters. So we go there. Nova leads them there and they dive into this lagoon to recover the equipment and they get these oxygenators so they can breathe underwater. And they're going to get the self destruct mechanism, they're going to get a, the, the laser drill and a few other things. And while they're doing this, an underwater monster attacks them. So as a little boy back then, I was already excited. Uh, the ape army almost makes it to there. They eventually get everything out, blow up the ship, and escape. And uh, we have no trace that they were ever there. The gorilla army arrives, and Dr. Zayas stands there and says, not even a gorilla would survive what's in that lagoon against that monster. Back to Ape City before I melt. So they all go back to Ape City. I love the ending of this. It has an ape newsboy standing there with the newspaper, and he says, Planet of the Apes, safe. I think that's really clever. Uh, there are some really other good ones, too. It goes on and on into... Uh, so I'm gonna, I have a little notes here, so just bear with me. There's one about a giant bird, and eventually the uh, apes develop an aircraft, and they eventually... Uh, uh, Bill, Jeff, and Judy, they steal the airplane. Judy can fly the airplane. So she eventually gets rid of this giant bird dinosaur-like creature, which is pretty cool. Trail into the unknown is a really good one. The humanoids eventually decide they got to get out of Dodge because the gorillas can attack them, and these caves are way too vulnerable. Judy eventually joins them. They go to the underworld. They find her, and in another episode I'll talk about later, it's called River of Flame. Uh, they eventually ask the underdwellers, the creator, they make a bargain with them to uh, let her come with them. So then she eventually rejoins the group. So Trail of the Unknown, they, Cornelius tells them, there's a valley that apes don't know about, and they can live there in peace, and they'll be okay. So that's what they do. They journey all the way through. First they get on rafts. Then they they go through a river, they get attacked by bats, they get attacked by other creatures. They get in, lost in the desert with a sandstorm. They get through a mesa and we run into another apes character that maybe you might know. Uh Brent, Commander Brent. Yes, that Brent. Uh he tells them he crash landed there a couple of years before they were uh, born, and he tells them that the only thing that survived the ship was the self-destruct mechanism, him and the ship. He broke his leg, and these tribe of wanderers, the ones that Nova is a part of, and she was a little girl at that time, he taught her to save the name, and he eventually taught them to do that. But he was going to dr- go with the tribe wherever they were going, but uh, he lost track of them. Eventually... Our good friends on the uh our good friends have eventually all rejoined. They decide to take the self destruct mechanism with them They might come into handy, and he tells Brent about the other inhabitants of this planet. Dr. Zayas's counsel tells General Urco You can't find these humans, you can't do this, you can't I will find them, he says. So he goes and attacks the caves, everybody's gone. So he says, oh, the humans aren't just too stupid to swim. Oh, wait, they might have built rafts, and now they're going down the river. So he tells the guerrilla soldiers to get out the uh, watercraft, and they're going to go do that. They said they can't do that. The laws are very strict. They can't go down this river. He says, fine. He'll go to the council. And he tells them, more or less, he goes, let me give them chase because they will come back armed, crazed, and they will want to uh, attack our cities, harm our children. You can always do that when you say you're gonna. People are gonna get hurt. So the council says, "Fine, you can find out where they're going, but you need a mandate to have an attack." So Joe Urkel does that. They go all the way into the southern desert. They uh, make it there, and. General Urko says, well, we won't wait for the mandate. We might have to attack in self-defense. So our, uh, But our heroes are ready for them. They build Pueblos and they all have these shutters and they, the apes can't penetrate the uh, shutters with their grenades and they can't climb up these heavy ladders they're not long enough. So the girls are. Like, what do we do now, Jeremy? We said I will do the doing. He says, "Bring up the howitzers." He said, "Well, sir, we didn't bring them with us." What? Why? And then they go have to go all go back to Ape City. So remember the self-destruct mechanism. Remember we said that would come in handy. They blow up the land bridge, and that keeps the apes out for now. But they're gonna attack again. That's how we end. Um, My other favorite episode is probably the one I go back to. Everybody on their DVD collection says, well, I really love that episode. I've watched it a hundred times, but maybe I'll watch it again, you know, just for the sake of fun. And this episode is called River of Flame. So we involve everybody in this, the gorillas, the ape city, and and of course the, the two astronauts. This is how they get Judy back. We've already discussed how that was. So why do the Underdwellers need the laser? Their world is being pumped in by a volcano, and there's a huge river of lava headed for this generator room. If it hits the generator, it'll blow up, cause a chain reaction, destroy the below world, and probably destroy everybody else along with them. So Bill and Jeff uh, find this out, and but they hide the laser because they're not sure what he wants to do. So, he tells them the truth and they say, "Okay, fine. We'll we'll but Judy has to come with us because and Judy says, "Well, I'll come back if you want me to come back. If you ask me come back, I'll come back." Okay? So, they they agree to do this. They go back to get the laser. Guess what? It's missing. And where is it missing? Who has it? The apes do. So we better find the apes. They all go find them. But Jim O'Erko, uh, when he slams on his table, one of the power cells is missing. Uh-oh. So they get the, power, the uh, laser while uh, Bill leads a distraction. The apes chase him up a, a mountain. They drive all the way to the mountain, and they decide to camp there and wait to see if he's going to come out. Got to remember the apes think the humans are dumb. So they think that, you know, well, they're hiding up there. We'll wait for them to hide and either we'll blast him out or starve him out. So, of course, they're not doing any of that. Bill and Jeff go inside the below world. They use the laser. They find out about the power cell. They go lower there. They make a hole, but it's not big enough to let all the lava out. It's all flowing in. It's going to get into the generator room and everything's going to be destroyed. The gorillas see smoke coming out of a hole and they use their howitzers to destroy the cave. Boom, it blows up and all of a sudden lava pours out. Every ape goes running for the hills. They destroy all their military equipment. Now, before all this, Dr. Zayas had made a bargain with our good general and he said to him that if he captures the guy called Blue Eyes, he'll bring... Uh, he'll bring him in, and he'll give the Senate will give them more weapons and a larger army. But uh, they eventually don't do this because they'll give him enough money to replace their military equipment, but they will not uh, give all of the money to them. They'll give it to uh, research. Okay, for Zero and Cornelius. There's a lot of others that are really good, but I'll let you explore that on your own. We also run into a giant gorilla and we find out about this uh, book, A Day at the Zoo, that we find out that apes are, you know, what we all, they've always been just regular apes and uh, that eventually zirconators are going to give this uh, evidence. They hide it with an ape yogi and there's a giant gorilla who comes to life like King Kong. And eventually, uh, what when you have one giant ape, you've got to have another giant creature. So remember that monster bird I mentioned before. He comes along, and they have a giant fight, and it's called Clash of the Titans. Of course, it is. So, is this series worth seeking out? Yes, yes, it is. If you are Planet of the Apes fan. Now I have to warn you: this 70s, this series remained made in the 70s, so animation was very limited, especially for television. If you ever watched any animation for television, in those days, it was very limited. So they would reuse and, re- and reuse the background. If you ever seen the Flintstones, Scooby-Doo, any of those classic cartoons, they would do that. Deke was no better. It, w- it had to do that because cartoons are very expensive to make, and that's what they had to do. But the voice work is good. The stories are good. This is a pretty complicated series for Saturday morning because, you know, they're running around and worried about disease, worried about giant monsters, worried about a uh, military, a corrupt military leader. A little high concept for a kid's cartoon, but what can you do? So if you're a Planet of the Apes fan, definitely seek this out. If you love the classic series, you'll love that. One day we'll go through the entire Planet of the Apes movie. Uh, We'll go through all five films. We'll talk about how wonderful they are and and the wonderful characters they are. If you ask me, anybody who says who's your favorite actor? I would say Roddy McDowell. He was a utility actor. He could do anything. So that's it for Antone Knows today. I hope you enjoyed this podcast, and we'll see you all again very soon.